All right, everybody, if I could have your attention, please. I want to welcome you to East Hillsville Baptist Church. If uh, you're looking for a church home, we'd love to have you here at East Hillsville Baptist Church. And if you're a visitor, uh, inside your bulletin, there's a care card in there. If you would fill that out and place it in the basket in the back before you leave uh, so that we can have a record of your visit, we'd greatly appreciate it. Also, outside in our uh, foyer area, there is a welcome center. And all the information about our church is there. So if you'd like more information about our church, please uh, pick up a packet out there. Um, and if you have any questions, of course, our numbers are in the bulletin. I want to mention next week, which will be uh, Christmas Day, uh, we will not have Sunday school on Christmas Day or New Year's. On Christmas Day, our service will be at 11 a.m. I know that uh, some weather forecasts say there's going to be snow uh, even if we have to cancel the church, I'm going to come uh, here and do a live service if I can get anybody to do uh, the audio for that. So uh, I don't drive a Ford or Chevy, so if it snows, I'll be able to make it. Okay, just want you to know that. So uh, we will have a live service regardless. Even if we cancel, uh, even if we have to cancel the in-person service, we will have a live service. Also, want to mention that once uh, the service starts today. Uh, Please limit your movement to a minimum because we will have people coming uh, up and down the aisles. Uh, I want to thank Sharon and the choir, the drama team, sound guys, everybody. I'll mention that at the end. But we're really blessed with a tremendous music department here. Let's thank them in advance for what they do. I uh, just want to mention, too, as well, it takes a tremendous amount of practice, okay, uh, to do what they do, and I really appreciate Appreciate that. At the end of the service, I'm going to give a brief gospel message, and I would encourage you, if you've never placed your faith and trust in Jesus, that's all in life that matters. Amen? Billy Graham said the most important decision or decisions you'll ever make in your life are the ones that have the most eternal impact. Okay? So if you've never placed your faith and trust in Jesus, all these songs, the drama, is pointing to him and bringing honor and glory to him. Amen? So let's pray together, and then we'll turn it over to the choir. Father, we thank you for this day. Father, we thank you that we can gather together as brothers and sisters in Christ to worship you through song and through drama. Father, I want to thank you for Sharon and her leadership, for our choir. Lord, everyone is acting today, the people in the sound. Lord, you bless their work. Father, I pray that as a church, we would never take these things for granted either. Father, if there's anyone here today that's never placed their faith and trust in you, Lord, nothing else matters but that. Father, I don't believe we're here by accident. I believe you know each and every one of us. You know all about us, the good and the bad, and you love us. So, Father, I pray if there's even one person, regardless of their age, that has never placed their faith and trust in you, that, Lord, today would be their day of salvation. And, Father, I pray that everything that's said or done will bring honor and glory to your great name. In Jesus' name I pray and all of God's people said together, amen. Thank you. All you faithful, all who are gathered here together, come and behold the one we have been waiting for. He is our hope in the darkness. He is the light of the world. Come and behold God's amazing love made flesh. Come and behold the Messiah is here. All you faithful, lift up your voices in praise. 
everyone everywhere know this good news of great joy. The Savior of the world is born. Come, let us worship him. Come, let us adore him. The Prince of Peace, the newborn King, Jesus Christ, the Lord.
sight with a holy light on this night unlike any other, a night miraculously transformed when the light of heaven pierced the darkness of this mortal earth. This was a night filled with the glory of God and angels singing of our Savior's birth. is a wonderfully glorious time of celebration, a time for gathering with family and friends, recalling cherished memories of Christmas's past, and it's a time of joyful anticipation of those yet to come. On that first Christmas night, to people living with a much deeper sense of longing and anticipation, God expressed his great love through the birth of a baby. To a people lost in darkness, he came, into a dark, lonely world without hope, he came. Tonight, to glorify and praise God for the gift of his son, we come to celebrate the true light of Christmas, that glorious light of God's love, Jesus, the light of the world.
truth rises up out of the earth as Mary gives birth to a baby, Jesus, God's Son, Jesus, divine child, incarnate mystery. Righteousness looks down from heaven as God reveals himself in the birth of this holy child born on Christmas Day. In the moment of his birth, heaven and earth are united, everything changes. A promise of peace on earth, a gift of mercy mild, the mysterious miracle of a holy God and sinners reconciled. Everything changes. Born his people to deliver, born a child and yet a king. Everything forever changed by the birth of the one who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Everything changes when Jesus comes.
Following Mary and Joseph's arrival in Bethlehem, the time came for Mary's child to be born. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in cloths and laid him in a manger. Shepherds, having been visited by a host of angels proclaiming the birth of the Christ child, ran to find Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the manger. Can you imagine the questions coming from those who weren't fully aware of all that had happened that night in sleepy little Bethlehem town? What child is this who laid to rest on Mary's lap is sleeping, whom angels greet with anthems sweet while shepherds watch are keeping? And the glorious reply to their questions comes sounding forth with great joy. This, this is Christ the King, whom shepherds guard and angels sing. Haste, haste to bring him laud, the babe, the son of Mary.
the Lord brought good tidings of great joy to all people, proclaiming, Born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord.
timeless refrain, Sing Noel, echoes across time as people proclaim the glorious message of our Savior's birth. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. He was with God in the beginning. Through Him all things were made. Without Him nothing was made that has been made. In Him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it.
Noel. The first Noel, spoken by the angel to certain poor shepherds in the fields outside of Bethlehem. Now, these many centuries later, with countless Noels having been spoken and sung, the message remains the same. Unto you is born this day a Savior, Noel, born as our King. This is what the Lord God says. He who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread out the earth and its offspring, who gives breath to the people on it and life to those who walk in it. I, the Lord, have called you for a righteous purpose, and I will take hold of your hand. I will keep you and appoint you to be a covenant for the people and a light to the nations. This Christmas season and all year long, may we each live our lives illuminated by the great light of his love, for we are a people called to share his light with all those around us.
shining in the night sky over the town of Bethlehem. The glory of the Lord was shining around the shepherds as angels told of the Messiah's birth. Come and see the newborn king. Come, be filled with the glorious light of God's love. Let the earth receive. 
Let's give the choir a big hand clap. Thank you so much. Thank you. You guys can be seated. Thank you so much. Guys, if I can have your attention just for a few moments, okay? Just for a few moments. Why did Jesus come? The reason Jesus came is, number one, to bring honor and glory to, to his Father. And number two is because you have a problem. We all here have a problem. Listen to what the Bible says. As it is written, there is no one righteous, not even one. Nobody's righteous. And the word righteous means that you're right with God. When I was 20 years old, a man from this church asked me this question. Jamie Steele, are you at this moment right with God? And I said, no, I'm not. Probably the most honest answer I've ever, I'd ever given in my life. See, none of us are righteous in and of ourselves, are we? He goes on to say this. He says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We've all sinned. Every one of us here today are sinners. We have broken by choice God's law. And because of that, listen to this consequence. For the wages of sin is death. That means that because we sin, we're all, unless Jesus comes back, going to die physically. This week, I will preach my fifth funeral in probably three weeks. Wages of sin is death. But also it means that we're dead spiritually. Before I gave my life to Christ, I was separated from God. And if I would have died as a 20-year-old young man on October 29th, I would have died separated from God for eternity. Jesus calls it outer darkness is where you will spend eternity. All of Revelation 21 and 22, which talks about the glory of God's kingdom. Streets of gold, walls of jasper. Jesus, he's so glorious that there's no need for the sun. There's no night there. You'll never experience that, even though the gates are always open. So what, is, what, what did Jesus do? The Bible says this, but God demonstrates his own love for us that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Jesus died on the cross, lived a perfect life, died in your place, bore God's sin penalty for you so that you could have eternal life. And what is our response? Paul tells the church at Rome that if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Isn't that wonderful? You can be saved. As a 20-year-old young man, it was just really too good to be true for me. I remember telling the person from this church, I said, I, you don't know what I've done. And he said this, God knows everything you've done in your secrets. He knows it all and he loves you anyway. Do you realize that regardless of your race, your sex, your past, God knows all about it and he loves you anyway. To the point that he sent his son to die on a cross in front of his mother for your sins. And God says this, that if, you'll, if you will declare or confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. And he goes on to say this, Whosoever, anybody on the planet, calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Isn't that remarkable? It's a supernatural miracle that you can be born again. So in the quietness of this moment, if you'll just bow your heads and close your eyes just for a moment, you don't have to pray out loud. The Bible says that to repent and believe today. Today, ask Christ to save you. Confess your great need for a Savior. And ask the Lord to save you now. Paul said that today is a day of salvation. Forgiveness is instant and it's eternal. 
you can know Christ today. Father, as we come to you in prayer, we want to thank you, Lord, for Jesus. Father, Christmas is not just about a baby being born supernaturally. Father, it's about a young, uh, a child that grew up, lived the perfect life, died on the cross for our sins, and rose bodily from the dead. And your word says that anyone here, regardless of their past history, if they place their faith and trust in you, that you will forgive their sins for eternity and that they can become children of God. Father, I personally right now want to thank you for saving me as a 20-year-old young man and for changing my life. And I want to thank you that you're my father. You went from being just a God to my father. And I pray that there's no one here today that leaves this auditorium fatherless. Do a work that only you can do. I want to thank you for our choir that so beautifully sang about your love and your life. And Father, if there's anyone here today who has placed their faith and trust in you, I pray that in the days to come, they'll make it public, Father. In Jesus' name I pray and all of God's people said, amen. Before you leave, I want, you, I want to thank Sharon once again. Let's give her a thank you for all that she does. We are really blessed to have Sharon. I want to thank all the men in the sound room. They worked every Wednesday night for the drama team. Thank you for the drama, everyone that, that took part. Shepherds, wise men, angels, the children, both baby Jesuses, weren't they wonderful? Bryce and Kayla did good. Think about this. Kayla was pregnant, had a baby, then she had a two-year-old. What a blessing. She didn't age a bit. She didn't age a bit. It's amazing. Thank you so much for that. Are, are we not blessed to have such a wonderful church? Listen, I hope you have a wonderful week. God bless you and tell someone about Jesus. You're dismissed. Thank you very much.